One, two, one, two. Come on. Yeah. One, two. Good sound. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Let's Create. Let's talk. We're back. It's been a little while. Had a little break. Had a little chat. I didn't have a break. I'm saying he had a break. He ended up recording more people than I'd record if if I'd have had a break, if I didn't have a break or a break, whatever you make of that. But today's guest is absolutely just, oh, we've talked a bit online. I've been following him for as long as I've been creating on YouTube and, and he has some real epic adventures. There's that word, but on this instance... They really are epic adventures with his dad. No, I know, with his dad. You'll, you might know who I mean from that, but without further ado, there it is. I don't know how podcasters say that, without further ado. Well, we're having it. We're on it. We're going. I give you Odgeborn Ustavik. Press big button. You can't say I've got a nice setup though when you've got two guitars, a skateboard, some abstract art on the wall, and just looking like a rock star. <laughs> it's just a mess. <laughs> no, that's that's perfect. That's what you want. Pictures. I'm gonna describe a bit. So I say this on every podcast. We're straight in recording, so I shouldn't have told you. So there's no we're in. This is it. This yeah. is the way I roll. It's there's no like testing. As long we as you one, one go, you're happy. We just have a chat. It's just chilled. <laughs> I've made a list of notes. I didn't need them. Not that I'm a stalker, but I am a fan. Likewise. Oh fuck! Well, wow. <laughs> I'm not as rock and roll as I used to be, though. No, but you can still be. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of getting the keyboards out, actually. I'm thinking of doing some... Uh, I've been doing a lot of strange filming, just filming, pointing my camera at things and not talking. I'm just filming things. And um, you're you're in, you're a, a part of that inspiration. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to butcher your name now. Odgeborn Ustavik. That's pretty close. Uh, I think we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope it was. I'm a yicker, so I'm quite broad. So actually, it's Bjorn, uh, Odd Bjorn. Odd Bjorn. Uh, it's a foreign letter. Uh, it Bjorn means bear, oh. not bear, but bear, uh, like. Uh, oh, bear! Yeah, yeah, like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a grizzly. So an odd, odd bear, like a strange bear. Odd bear. Oh, I like that. Oh, I think that should be the name of your channel. That's wonderful. I love that, the odd bear. <laughs> and you you, you really do go to the places where the bears don't go as well. So <laughs> thank you so much for taking some time out to come and chat. And so soon as well. I say so soon. I wanted to chat to you quite a while ago, but things always happen, don't they? So I'm glad we've we've aligned and, and we can have a, a a good chat. It's not going to be long. I'm not going to keep you all night. It's straight off the cuff for about an hour or whenever you think, you know what, Mally, I, I love you, but I'm done. But <laughs> I've got a list of questions that I, I, I do sometimes use, but on occasion like this. I've put you down as a landscape fine artist, abstract artist, artist in the operative term, singer, songwriter, skateboarder from the wilds of Norway. How's that? <laughs> that, that, that you're making me blush, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> but there, yeah, that pretty much sums it up, yes. Yeah. I have three bands. Uh, I've been doing music for almost 20 years. and uh, Wow. Picked up photography in 2016 and stuck with it since. Let's go with that. Tell us more about yourself. Let the ladies and gentlemen listening, who are you? What are you up to? What, where did you come from? How did this creative genius arise? <laughs> <laughs> we, we Norwegians, we aren't used to uh, uh, boast about ourselves. Yes, yes. But I'll, 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 I'll try not to blush. 
All right, I'm, I'm, uh, my name is Oddbjörn Ostvik. I'm from the west coast of Norway, uh, from an island called Karme. Uh, I think that activated Siri, so I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me that happens with. Brilliant. Son of a... <laughs> I'm just going to put this in a drawer. Yeah, it's all right. I'll tell you what, that man's over there on the out the way as well, these devices, pesky things. We need, we need them though. Go on, you was in the floor then. All right, yeah. Um, uh, where was I? Uh, yeah, island. Um, Karme. It's on the west coast of Norway, uh, between yeah. Bergen and Stavanger. Right. Yeah, Bergen you, and other cities. Uh, yes. Uh, it's uh, it's fairly big island, and 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 I stayed there until I was about uh, twenty. Then I moved to Oslo to study uh, to go to film school. Right. Yeah. And I studied uh, documentary filmmaking and editing for two years. And when I was finished with school, I obviously wanted to be a musician. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. wouldn't? <laughs> of course. I agree. Yes. So I threw my education out the door and uh, joined, uh, joined a band. And then I joined two bands. And then I joined three. And at one point, I had four bands. And uh, after about 10 years in Oslo, me and my girlfriend at the time, which is now my wife, decided to move away from the city. And that was in 2016. Yes. And uh, that's when I decided to buy a camera. Because I've, I've, I've had proper jobs. It's not like that. But I've always been working for myself. Yes. <laughs> so I I'm, I'm used... yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm used to that. And I, I didn't want a job, like a job job. I, I wanted to work for myself. Yeah. So as so I bought a camera and uh, I had to relearn the craft. So that's uh, how I got back into photography. Yes. And I was dead fixed on that. I was only going to do filming and landscape photography. It wasn't even on my mind at the time. And uh, it was only when I was out filming stuff for my uh, local municipality. Yes. They, they wanted to film some uh, nature scenery for their website. And I, I got the job. And when I was out there, I slowly figured out that taking pictures is much more fun than filming. So I started doing that. And that gradually got me into landscape photography. And one year later, I had started a YouTube channel. And uh, and the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a wonderful story to get to that point with the the um, arrival at YouTube because we started at very similar times. Yeah. And there's a group of us out there, James Burns. and Exactly. There's the, there's, he's a fan of yours as well. He never listens to me podcast, but. <laughs> but I, I he's like, been on your podcast. Yes, yes, we have the crack and we have a good laugh. But yeah, so we all, there's a big group of people all over the world. Really I think. guard. It start, yeah, yeah, it started at the same time. And and we all watched each other and, and I've always watched yourself and and I, I I've gone back quite a way and, and looking at the videos going, ah, I remember that. And I remember the time when you was um, at the coastal it was that the uh reading uh, reading the scene and observing light and there's so many moments that I've seen that you do out in the wilds not long ago, the the musk. Uh, muskox yeah, yeah. the uh, and friends <laughs> and that, that was incredible and so the the journey of watching your videos it, uh, do, do you you really push it of course in norway it's a to me the landscape feels more wild more more you can be more solitude you can go to places that are beautiful that no one goes to and that, that you really take advantage of that. Apart from there is a certain person who does go with you from time to time. How's your dad? How's yeah, he doing? He's fine, thank you. He he keeps nagging me about our next hike. Oh, good he's, man. He's, he really wants to get back out out there. Yeah. And now he he started joining me for about two years ago now, and uh, yes. it's really fun to have him along. And he's yeah. actually he. he he likes the attention he gets. From... <laughs> of course, I don't well, blame really him. Yeah, and it's it's actually nice to have a company on on the hikes. Yeah, so sometimes you do want to go along. Sometimes 
the body and the mind kind of craves the solitude just to yes. get away but sometimes it's it's nice to have some and, and he's very like-minded as myself yeah. so he's about the only person i can go on hikes with the, uh, with the camera because he's just as he walks just as slow as i do because <laughs> <laughs> I, I take a long time yes and uh, i'm sure you do as well uh, every yeah. every landscape photographer walks very slow stop 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 yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah. not about the it's not about the destination definitely not very important and and you've just said there about your dad your dad that uh, the connection now you're similarly like-minded that's wonderful that's very very special very special and you, you can see that when you're watching the videos and uh so and it, uh, yeah. sorry, go 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 go. You can just talk. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk. No, it's 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 kind of funny because in the beginning, we of of course we have always had a father and a son relationship, but yeah. that line got pretty blur blurred very quickly. Yes. And uh, after two hikes, we were mates like any other mates, oh. starting making fun of each other and yeah. pulling each other legs and. <laughs> yeah! 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 So that that was very nice. So I'm very glad that we started to do this. Yes. And uh, I hope he has many years ahead of him in the mountains. Oh, yes, I'm sure. Well, if he's mithering you to go out, mithering means he keeps pestering you. You'll have to excuse my uh, my English. It's not the normal English. But to one saying, come on, when we go out, do you have anything planned with your, with your dad? I do, yes. Uh, we have a, uh, we almost never plan plan things. Uh, yeah. Uh, but um, there's this mountain in the west coast of Norway that I really wanted to go to. And I think we'll try to make it happen not next week, but the week after. We're going to try to hit that. And we have a loose plan that I'm going to take him on a, on a five-day hike this oh. summer across uh, the Norwegian uh, a Norwegian kind of national park called Hadangervida. And we're going to cross that national park from A to B. Wow. And yep. I think that will be the longest hike we'll ever do. But I'm hopefully we'll make it work. But I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but we'll at least give it a go. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a long hike. It's a very long hike. That what we're looking at 30, 40 kilometers. I haven't checked, to be honest. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> know it's, what it's... you mean. I have saw some other videos of that area. Um, I, I'm not totally familiar with Norway because it is vast to a wee little countryman like myself. Um, and it is a place I would love to come and see you, for one. And maybe yeah, go out you're, you're more than welcome to come over. That yeah. would be great. Yeah, it'd be good for um, It would. You could be yeah. the first Englishman to cross the pond. From yeah. uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah well you've got me thinking now because uh, me and a good friend of mine we've been making plans on places and workshops and things like that and uh, it, I, I've got an idea for the future on a few workshops that are very different so they're not to the usual tick the box places but there's still to places they're accessible for everyone. Uh, I don't want to kill anybody on the workshop, but is that something you've considered uh, with, because I know you did quite a few educational videos on YouTube. You considered moving into that line or is that not for you? Um, I I have, I, I do, I do courses, yes. but I don't advertise my hmm. courses. I um, thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's not the favorite thing I do, but yeah. we all dip our toes in wherever we can get work, of course. Yeah. So I photograph weddings as well, and I photograph conferences and, uh, um, yeah, like uh, pictures of, uh, I'm not sure what you call it. Yeah, yeah, like weddings and, yeah, the normal kind of... Portrait and... Portraits, yes. yeah. Uh, commercial, portrait. yeah. Well, commercial's an awful word, but uh, corporate yeah. maybe. Corporate, yep. yeah, corporate. And um, occasionally, I, I get a, I get a message or an email asking if I could do a private tour or help. I'm actually having a photo course 
in editing tomorrow for a person. Right. Um, so I, I do that, but I, I don't advertise it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm all up for it. And um, so, um, yeah, I'm not a stranger to it. Yes. And the fact that you're doing all those different things shows with your photography, which is probably more what uh, I love about your, of course, and the music, but uh, as a Leonard Cohen fan myself, because I think you are a bit of a Cohen fan, aren't you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just love music as any kind of music, but I think uh, the, the connection with music, the soul, let's say, the heart, and then your photography, for me, has that exact same connection of with sound and vision and and you can see it and hear it in the videos is a wonderful thing but i have wrote down here about uh, shaped by water yeah which was incredible and i wish i could have come to that exhibition so if Thank you can you tell so the ladies and gentlemen a little bit more about the shape by water, just how it was, because I think it was a great feeling for you, wasn't it? It was, yes. I, I've actually, I've, I've had four art exhibitions these yeah. past four years, but yeah. Shape by Water was my very first one. Yeah. And uh, I've always been a fan of trying to, in in all art, uh, you have to put something of yourself into the things you create. Otherwise, people can't connect to it. Yes. It, it's If you, for example, write a song and you kind of leave nothing of you in it, it doesn't have to be bio, uh, biograph biographical, yes. but the, you, you have to relate to your art and that way other people can also relate to your art. So that, I think that's important. And right. in, um, in Shaped by Water, I went through my um, portfolio and uh, tried, tried to look at uh, the photographs from my past year to see if there, there was a theme, yeah. a clear theme in, 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 in my work. And then I uh, found out that I had been photographing a lot of landscape that were shaped by an unstoppable force that, that was water, like nothing can stop the water from creating these shapes and these patterns yeah. so i started to um, pick photographs that would fit that theme the shaped by water team and i think i almost had enough i think i went out and took two more to kind of complete right. the, wow. the exhibition yeah. um, kind of trying to photograph into that uh, set of mind and uh, the uh, I think um, it was one of my more popular exhibitions. Yeah, it actually sold quite well. And uh, um, there, there's this one image called uh, in Norwegian. It's called Isens Oring, which is uh, the um, what do you call the 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 lines in the three and uh, tree. Uh, A triptych. Yeah, like yeah. you can count how old the tree is. Oh, the tree rings, yes. Just the rings yeah. in the tree, yeah. Yeah, it's called the tree rings of the ice. Oh, wow. One, yeah. one, of, the, um, one of the photographs. It's taken on Svalbard inside, uh, inside a glacier called Longyear Glacier, right yes. at, uh, a couple of kilometers above Longyear City, Longyear Bean. And yeah. uh, we went down there, and it was a snowstorm right before we went down into oh, the glacier and I, we could, I think you made the video i remember this yeah. it was terrifying <laughs> <laughs> and the wind was howling and and the guy was kind of digging with the shotgun trying to find the entrance and yeah. then we got down there and it was completely dark and it was completely still oh. so it it was yeah it was it was like everything just stopped time stopped uh, uh, sound stopped vision stopped everything just the world stopped and i was trying to while i was down there that that was what i was thinking yeah. and I, I wanted to photograph something that could translate the, uh, the the time like the amount of time that this was created by the layers of time yeah. yes and i found a spot where the um, because the, the um, there are over the year, millennia of years, there have been uh, 
oh yeah you can see layers of gravel erosion yes yeah erosion yeah. in the ice kind of yeah. the, this year particularly right, there, there was uh, there was less snow or something was dragged over and it was layer like tree rings wow of the glacier yeah. and uh, i couldn't fit them all in i remember uh, but there's this long line just going straight in that's right the glacier and i photographed that and i call it eason's awning three rings of the glacier and uh, i uh, i asked people that came to the exhibition what they could feel when they saw that photograph and not everybody but some of them said i feel like everything is standing still <laughs> which was <Wow>. interesting <laughs> that is yeah yeah wow. uh, and uh, like, yeah yeah i'm not sure yeah it was yeah that some people could kind of get something of what i felt taking it looking at it that, that was a been huge wonderful. victory for me yeah and that's that's very rare but it has happened and when that happens it's like yeah i did it <laughs> yeah punch the air moment yeah yeah very much wow i'm with i'm with you i'm there <laughs> um wonderful um image wonderful video and actually quite frightening it was a two-parter that wasn't it uh you did a part was it three you you did a part where you was getting there and then the part where you got there and i thought oh my god he's he's obviously alive because he's made the other (laughs) parts (laughs) and i also i'm a bit of a drama drama boy so uh, i always make it much more yeah don't we both yeah i have a taste for drama yeah nothing wrong with that that's the excitement though you get as excited as what i do in the field and rightly so nature is just so um it just takes over doesn't it engulfs you like you say time stopping i think uh you you bet you could feel your heart beating and you you know you that moment uh wow because it could have collapsed on you really couldn't it um, probably think, not. No, probably no, not. No, it's, it's, that's relatively safe. Uh, there was a, there, there was another ice ca- cavern, which was in Norway in Jotunheimen, where it was huge cavern. I went into, and that was more sketchy. That's yeah. yes, that's one I do remember as well. You huge cavernous. I think you stepped. You was going down into that, stepping into it, and I did fear for you that time as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I figured I, ha- I had no choice. I thought I, I've made it this gotta far. It. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. gotta do it. Yeah, and um, I, I, um, um, I wasn't completely. I didn't go completely blind. I had uh, I had done a fair bit of research about glacier caves, what to look yeah. for, and but I'm not an expert. Of course, nobody is. And yeah, one, can one hundred be safe with these things? But I, I think I spent maybe an hour before heading down there uh, uh, chucking rocks to see if they something moved on the on the ice if there was a hollow cavern underneath like just making dead sure that this is the path i'm going to take and i'm going to get back up yeah and uh, luckily everything worked out but i remember walking in that huge cathedral of ice and the first thing i see is a huge hole in the ceiling and a boulder oh. <laughs> which has crushed down from above and hit yeah. the ground and it was oh. blocking a river and i thought does this does did this happen 20 minutes ago or did this happen oh, God. 20 years ago <laughs> you just don't know <laughs> yeah there's no way of knowing is it and yeah. then when's the next one gonna melt yeah. through the ice so i looked up and i i could see uh, rocks in the ceiling and I made sure to kind of move away from where the rocks were. So they yes. did. And I did wear a helmet, although it was a skateboard helmet. So. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't have helped. <laughs> Brilliant. I didn't even know you skateboarded until that video the other day. I was like, <laughs> what? What is this? And then I thought, what a great way of doing a QA. Oh, it was good fun. Uh, yeah. So if uh, anybody. You know, if anybody wants to watch a skateboarding artist, I think it's a must because it's the, she shot me. He shot me because I thought it's the last thing he expected to see a YouTuber do. And I'm like, he did an, he did an, an ollie. 
you did annoy you did and you did you did one move and i went you just did that like it was nothing and and i thought how many takes did that take but i think he was quite honest about it yeah uh skateboarding is a fickle thing and and uh yeah it's 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 all a day-to-day basis sometimes your body is just really i can do anything and and all other times you you, there was the one trick in that video it was the first trick i did and i i I think i said i'm gonna start with something that i know how to do yeah and i clearly didn't know how to do it because i spent over 30 minutes trying kick flick i think it was wasn't it no no it it was before that it was a pop show it's it's called <laughs> I was doing it over a rail. Yeah. And I I spent over 30 minutes and afterwards I was so beat. I didn't know where to and I was supposed to answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So I, I had to cut it down so it looked like I got it maybe on 10th try but uh, it was Fun, a bit, bit more than that. Fantastic that. Go ladies and gentlemen you have to go and see that video. Uh, I'll, I'll try and not, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll put a link down below because it is Ojbron Oostervik, Boto, but with an F, F-O-T-O. It's the Norwegian photo. YouTube.com. So you, you've really got, if you don't know, you've really got to go and subscribe because it's a superb channel. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm always there. I, I watch you on the big screen. So uh, you get full full screen now i'm seeing here about getting back underwater because you did a video not long ago with that and uh, there's a certain lady i know called margaret soraya um that does un- no, i wouldn't say underwater photography but a combination of 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 that and landscape photography in on the um outer hebrides have you considered coming this way to you know, like the Outer Hebrides or the UK yourself. I know I want to come over to you, but is have you any plans for that? Uh, I always say yes, because I, of course I want to do. Uh, yeah. Of course I want to go. I, I want to go everywhere. Yeah. It's always, for me, being an artist, it's always a question about funding. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's always come down to that. I've never been a rich man, and uh, probably <laughs> never will be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man! But I'm, I'm used yeah. I'm used to that. Yeah. So, um, but um, you can be rich in many other ways. Yes. Uh, yes but indeed. If I had the opportunity, uh, I, I would jump on it. Uh, yeah. Everything you can experience in life it, it makes you a richer person. So. Yeah. Well, when when I put some talks together in one of these uh, workshops, we'll have to uh, we'll have to hire you and pay you to come over and do a talk. That would be just incredible. I it really would, that. and that and that's the future of what I want to do. I would love to do more like that. So, the the community in photography has been. Uh, it's growing. I don't see it stopping growing. And I think gentlemen like yourself, an artist, because I truly do put you as a a real creative force uh, of expression. I I, I love your photographs, Molly. I've been a fan for many years. And I I, I listen to your uh, podcasts and some podcasts when when I edit photographs. (laughs) I put them in the other screen. You just don't know this, you see, and that's that you've made my you've made my year there. You really <laughs> have. You've made me dare. I tell you what, that's very kind of you. But um, I'm serious. If I can get some talks going, um, looking at maybe in a year, two years, like yourself, we'll we'll never be rich. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a shared voice, a shared soul, and uh, sharing with other people deserves the riches even if it is just the experience of travel meeting people and being amongst like-minded people is a great place to be a shared soul i like to think of what i call it as a shared soul um i i I, i've i've got like iridescent clouds winter in norway and i was looking and there was this theme and i'm writing all this stuff down thinking what questions can i ask you and and I didn't really want to put it down to just simple questions like, you know, what's your favorite color? 
<laughs> I think it's blue. It is blue. <laughs> How did I know that? I don't know. I really freaked me out that, but a lot of winter in Norway. So as an ignorant man who doesn't know anything of Norway in a great detail, it seems to me like it's always winter in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, there's always winter somewhere in Norway. <laughs> yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah. And uh, we, out, out of your videos, and this is a hard question because our places, places, our our videos, or even photographs, give us like uh, kind of a, a roundup of what what really gets you going. What what really is something that excites you? Um, we touched, yeah, you touched upon it briefly. I, I, I love the winter. Winter, I've always do that, uh, done that, yeah. and I love glaciers. Yeah. So uh, there was a time, where, and of course, waterfalls that all also get me excited. Yeah. But I think what really, what I like most, I think, I think it's the, um, the kind of the, the um, um, before you go on a hike. The, the um, thinking about what you might uh, discover, the 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 exploration aspect of it. Yes, the build up. Yeah, the build up, yeah. and uh, I've never been comfortable, and I never will be comfortable talking to the camera with other people around me. So I tend not to choose the more popular hikes. Yes, because because I I really do want to be alone because. There's something about talking to a camera while there are other people around you. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm probably not the only one. <laughs> no, definitely not. Me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm, believe that. No. I, I, right, all joking aside, I have to flick a switch in my mind mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah. I could There's... never do it, and I discovered this switch. I don't know what you call it, where it is, and it's just this thing that overrides. Every now and again, it creeps back in, and I go, oh, God, I can't speak. I forgot to turn it back on yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it, I, I understand that completely. But I, I do love um, I do love going to places that, which are not very popular. Well, of course they're popular but then there there will be not many people there yes probably and uh, that and i also try to choose days that are not weekends because there are less people yes and um, so I, I try to uh, that's why they're almost every video i make it looks like i'm all alone in norway <laughs> yeah <laughs> wonderful wonderful yeah it really is but I'm I'm driven by exploration. I'm I'm yeah. driven by um, the the unknown. Yes, and uh, I think it shows it yeah. shows in your photography because um, we have a saying over here called honeypot shots or places that are known and and the draw the attraction uh, out uh, to me personally is that I've I've I don't think I've ever seen you do an image that is known are seen from that angle so it's unique to you yeah it's uh, um copying uh, nobody nobody wants to copy others i think yeah but some people do of course but it's it's um, i don't see the point in it yeah uh, which and, is fine uh, it's yeah. fine if others i'm not having i don't ever people think like the wrong idea i don't have a problem with that at all but i'm drawn personally to your photography because of that expression and uniqueness and yeah I, yeah like like i said i try to um, always put something uh, something of the photography in the photography yes. and and also if if I photograph something, I never have a desire to photograph the same thing again. Right. It's like I'm done with it. Wow. My mind is done with it. I wanted, uh, I can, of course, I can revisit the same locations, but I never take the same photograph again. Or, or I might take it if the, if it's completely different, of course, uh, with the, yeah. if it's a completely Atmosphere. different weather yeah. and yeah. and uh, season uh, but once i've done something it kind of 
gets out of my head. Yeah. Unless there is a huge part that can be improved, of course. Uh, yeah, you know, you know how it is, but yes. So um, and up in the mountains, uh, I've, 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 I, these past years, I've been uh, using a, a telelens more and more and more. That's uh, because it's almost like uh, you know, on the horse when you put on these uh, blinkers, yes. yeah. Uh, when you're out walking, it, sometimes it can be too much. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't know where to look because it's too much information. Yes, and uh, your brain gets tired, and you have to kind of using a tele lens and kind of just getting into that really narrow window. Mm -hmm. It really helps with uh, picking out the the patterns and and the uh, scenes in the distance. So I've been relying more and more on tele lenses for my yes. That's a wonderful way of explaining it, to put the blinkers on, to focus an area of your mind and vision and to use the lens that way. If Imagine if we could walk around with two 70 to 200s on our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd fall over, but it would, <laughs> it would be an interesting way of seeing the world all the time. I've got a lot into the 85 millimeter range lately, especially yeah. with woodland photography. And then flipping that when I'm in a busy place, we've been doing some street photography. I've not edited my videos yet. I'm months behind and I don't care. And that was a question to yourself. Do you, do you ever feel that pressure to create? Because you're, 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 um, it's your job. It's the way you, you live. You, you earn your living from being a creative photographer and being a photographer. So I guess you don't, do you feel the pressure the same with YouTube? Do you feel the need to create a video and put it out there? I used to. Right. Uh, where in the beginning, I, I made, like many, I made one, uh, one video once a week. And yeah. I did that for two years. Yeah. And that definitely started to kind of, uh, yeah, work with the mind. Like it, it, yes. it, I started to feel the pressure. And if I didn't have a video ready, I would be really stressed jittery yeah, yeah 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 and i feel like i was letting people down and 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 yeah after two years of that i said if i keep doing this and i know myself i will get burned out and it yeah. will happen really really fast faster than i might think now so i i had to make a choice uh, do i want to continue doing this making videos for youtube uh, for another year and then never do it again or do I want to do it for years to come? And the only way I saw that I could kind of combine this and get rid of that stress was to make the videos whenever I felt like it. Yes. And it, and in the beginning, um, there was a lot of feedback that people, they, my my audience are very kind and understanding. They are, but yes, many people, of course, were missing the once a video, uh, one video a week schedule. But yeah. after a few months, kind of, they got used to that as well. Yeah. So now I'm posting videos when it's ready. But if it goes more than a month, I start feeling the pressure feeling it again. again. Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, I think I'm closing in on a month yeah. now since my last post, yes. um, last video. So, so I'm starting, I'm feeling a bit of a pressure right now. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I have I have something ready, so it's it will not be long before I post. Uh, but yeah, that, it was yeah. Used to feel it, doesn't feel it that much anymore. Yeah, but like you say, I can relate to that so much as someone that starts the year guns blazing, saying I'm gonna go and do one a week, and then in a month's time, I'm like, no, I only kids. I've got two little ones or work and what have you and i think do you know what and but it creeps back in doesn't it mm. so i made a deal with myself i thought one a month the problem with that is if i shoot seasonal my bluebell photographer yeah. is not going to go out till christmas <laughs> exactly so i've started thinking apart from the way i look could I get away with doing a year's worth of YouTube videos 
a year <laughs> later. So everything I'm filming this year, the ones that don't go out because they're no longer seasonal, I use them next year. I love that. That's <laughs> I'm I'm seriously considering it because I've got three videos now that are I think it's pretty a great much plan. yeah yeah. So if the snow, yeah, I save the snow for winter next year. I've got the the spring. You sold it for all of us. <laughs> you got to tell the viewers now. But I relate to what you've said so much that even when you you go, no, no, I'm fine. It creeps back in and it just niddles, niggles away at you, and you feel the podcast has been doing that a bit lately, and um, I, because it has got regular, can't believe I'm consistent, and I think that's the thing. I don't care about consistency. And that's a problem in what we do because it has to be consistent. But art isn't consistent. Being creative should stop putting people in these um, pressured, almost like business-like ways of creating. Uh, um, to make something that's truly expressive, soulful, considered, and you've gone out of your way yourself is a massive example of someone who goes out into the wilds or goes out somewhere that is difficult to create something I think should be given the time to, to breathe to become something for people to see and that's why I said about the exhibitions because I truly believe that exhibitions and books creating a book that's another question for you is that they need time to breathe and grow and become organically formed, if you like, not um, machined, not exactly. man-made machine production, but something that kind of becomes almost organic, like it's alive itself. Exactly, yeah. Forms. So um, I've gone on a little bit there, but yeah. I understand what you mean completely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in addition to that, there's also the music side, which I have to kind of juggle. So um, I, there's uh, a part of me when, when I work on something, I devote everything to it. So yeah. when I'm then deeply involved in a record or songwriting or like I'm doing now, I'm launching a new band. Wow. Uh, so I've been these last two months, I think I've been writing uh, around 15 songs and i've been kind of devoting all almost all my time into that yes. project like hyper focus into that and then everything else just kind of fades away yeah so yeah. um kind of uh, the photography goes a bit like this as well like yeah in some periods i'm really productive go out every other day film a lot and take a lot of photographs and then the music starts and i work on that and then after a month, it's and it's then it's skating place. month. <laughs> yeah, it's skating month. Yeah, <laughs> muskox month. And... <laughs> but that's a great place to be. And I wish I I had that formula myself because I am missing playing the keyboards. I went and saw an old band member playing. He he is a, he does a cover band now with a couple of friends who are used to play in a band with. But we did our own music. And, yeah, you, um, did, you did make some music I, for your videos. Yes, early on, me yeah. and my wife yeah. did three or four songs, but I was I was so bad in front of camera then, you know. And but I still the music's that you know. It's funny you mentioned that because we only talked about the other night. Uh, the side of me here is a an, a Hammond organ. Yeah, and she's just bought a two and a half octave pedal setup. And uh, she played one of the songs from the video. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And I think I need to revisit that and put more ambience in and, and possibly make it fit the emotion more. And uh, I think you should. I've yeah. actually, um, uh, here's me I'm talking about all my ideas again. Uh, but no, there, no, do there's, it. A, there's always been a part of me that uh, wanted to combine more of. Uh, the, uh, the music side into yes. the videos. So I've been toying with this idea that I should bring uh, kind of a small traveling guitar on my hikes. Yeah. 
and uh, write a song ah. each each night, and then play this uh, write a song uh, right there with the campfire, yeah, and perform it, and then use the song in the video afterwards. Yes, I think uh, if I can, that that's something I've been thinking about for over two years, but I've never gotten around to it. But I think it's a good idea. It, it is with the guitar. Bring, yes, to bring more more of us into the videos. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it doesn't become like you said this machine that just pumps out videos yeah. and, and photography for photography's sake, because that's not. I don't think that's how we're. Uh, built screwed no. together S screwed. Uh, yeah 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 well we're screwed up but screwed, <laughs> screwed together <laughs> I, I also had another idea and and it's very similar to what you're saying but without the music i, I was picturing an artist at his easel and going out with the oil paints or pastels or watercolors and you, you take a picture you see a scene you take a picture and i did some pictures on my phone and i edited them whilst i was looking at the sun setting and I had this really big moment of, I should make a video where I go out, I take a picture and edit it all here in one move. Yes. So I, I'm expressing the edit as I'm seeing it. And you can see the scene on a video and then see how I'm expressing myself by using, say, an iPad or something like that. That's a great um, idea. Maybe just a one shot, not, not multiple, because like yourself, we like to take a lot of photographs. Um, but I think the idea of creating a piece of music, especially at the end, because you could see you playing and then maybe fade out to your gallery or your images and the music playing over that, that connection then is just so strong, isn't it? So, yeah, I look forward to that. I'm holding you to that. <laughs> Next time you go out with your dad and you can get your dad singing. <laughs> My dad actually has started a band of his own. Oh, Wow. When he got retired from from working, he bought a bass because he always yeah. wanted to learn how to play a bass. Yeah. And then uh, he called an old mate and asked, which in you played keys? And yeah. I, if you want to come to my house and jam one day, I'll make coffee. And he said, yeah, sure, I'll come. And then the word spread, and now they're a band. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they perform, yeah. they perform in the nursery homes and uh, traveling around. How good, that's wonderful. <laughs> Oh, think, so you've got, brilliant. you need to use one of your dad's songs first then. <laughs> <laughs> he has written a few actually. Wow. Oh, that's great. See, that's the connection. The right there from your dad to yourself and giving it to everyone else as, as, for free. Um, I Thank you. Um, we're going to end here because I could talk to you for another hour and I understand that yeah, we, I have to ask one you go, one go, go, before go. we end it because go, go you always say city. <laughs> yeah, what does it mean? <laughs> it's it's a double meaning, and it's it. So city has been claimed by Yorkshire folk, but I'm from a place from Haydock, and I'm known as a yicker. And city was a, is common tongue from where I come from in Haydock for saying goodbye. But also, it can mean, look at that, Sithy here, look at that over there, look at this over here, you know. But Sithy mainly means goodbye. So what <laughs> a place to end with a Sithy. Let's have a Sithy, give us a Sithy. Sithy. That was an absolute honour to speak with Hodgebone and just hearing his thoughts, his talent, and go, go, go to his channel. Links are down below. Go and check out his photography. Most of all, you, you know, give him some love, give him some comments and, and just show how much you appreciate what he does because it's next level. His adventures, his attitude, his respect to the landscape, nature and people as well. He, a beautiful human being. I hope you enjoyed it as much as me anyway, as you can hear. I'm, yeah, a privilege. It really has been. This podcast, it, I guess I get to meet and speak to these wonderful, wonderful people. So, so talented. 
and long may this continue. Thank you for everyone that listens, tunes in, drops me comments, emails. I've had quite a few emails off y'all. And um, as you know, if you don't know, I'll I'll start that again. If you don't know, the in-between episode is moving to Patreon. I want to keep this going. I want to keep producing. I would never put the guests on Patreon. I want that to be free. The good hour, hour and ten minutes or whatever of jangling or talking with just beautiful human beings. But the in-between episode is going over to the great folks of Patreon who are supporting me. And it's growing on a daily basis. People are coming over to go to the meetup every month. We had a talk last month. I did did an hour's talk about the chaos in photography and, and a good few of my woodland images that are just everywhere filled with chaos. I love that style of photography and we had a, a real good two-way conversation and in a couple of months time one of the the patrons will be speaking about their photography but next month is our meetup and having a right good chat all getting together and sharing what we've been up to over the month. So I'd love it if you could come over and join me. The links are down below but also now adding more content to Patreon, for me personally, is really important to give something back. It's not just cap in hand. This is about producing something solid, a real community, value for value. And the in-between episode will be going over there each fortnight in between the Let's Create, Let's Talk we will have the Patreon in-between episodes. So it'd be great if you could support me. Come over there for a couple of pound. Join me on there. And yeah, I think I'm going to end there. There's only one thing left to say. And that's... See there.